Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Terminal Deceleration Podcast. My name is Chris Begg, and I'm coming to you on this 4th of January 2016, the first one in the new year. I hope your New Year's was good. I, as predicted in the last podcast, did not make it until midnight. I fell asleep at around 11 o'clock, and I was quite happy with that. Uh, around nine o'clock, though, we got to see um, we got to see the fireworks from my house. Uh, basically, my son and I just got to stand out our front door and look at the fireworks without having to deal with any of the shitty people there. It was fantastic, and I've noticed a lot of people because you know this is the time of year that people start reevaluating their lives. They start making decisions on how they want to improve their lives, even though the majority of people never follow through with them. Uh, but I've seen a lot of people that, you know, oh, it's ready for that new year, new me bullshit. Or, you know, like, people seem to, I don't know what it is, when people want to improve their lives, people seem to want to dump on them about it. And, yeah, I mean, yes, a lot of people do not follow through with it. But, you know, if someone's willing to improve their life, give them a chance. At least encourage them. If they want to become a better person, then then don't be a fuckhead. At least say, all right, cool, go with it. I hope you stick with it. Don't be a, don't quit. Just keep going. I do tend to know a lot of cynical people. So there's always people that are like, oh, it's the new year. And I know, I completely understand. I completely agree that, yes, you could start any time of the year. It doesn't have to be the new year, but it just seems to be that there is a cycle. The end of one year and the beginning of a new year is, it's just a nice and it's just a nice way to round out one thing and start afresh. Personally, I don't give a shit if people if people decide that January 1st is when they want to start improving their life, then go for it. Go for it. It's a good it's a good chance, I think. It's a good opportunity to change your life and make it a better life if you want to. Or you can you can make it a shitter life if you if if that's what you want. If that's what you want to go for, you want to make your life shitter, go for it. That's as much easier to do than than making your life better. Because you don't have to do as much. In fact, you can do absolutely nothing and make your life a lot shitter. So, really, it's entirely up to you. What do you want out of life? Do you want shit? Or do you want good? Or do you want mediocre? Some people... I've got a friend who his whole his whole thing is just mediocrity. That's what he loves. He doesn't want to be acknowledged for anything. He just wants to plot along and doing what he's doing. And that's, you know, fucking fair enough. Good on him. That's fantastic. So, you know, I, don't, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't get all the hate. There's so much hate. Uh, McDonald's in Melbourne has um, very interestingly introduced a dress code, which is just fucked up. I don't understand why this McDonald's has introduced a dress code. They don't want anyone in, like, thongs or shorts or no shirt if you haven't got a shirt no shirt no shoes no service that sort of thing and it's it's a fucking mcdonald's like seriously it's it's not the fucking hilton it's not a fancy restaurant as un mcdonald's as they're trying to be really a dress code in mcdonald's jesus fucking christ that's like that's it's like having to dress up to go into centrelink and get your doll payment it's 
like how how dressed up do you have to be to enjoy a Big Mac? I'm just waiting. Like, are we going to need to soon wear wear tuxedos to go in and order a Happy Meal? Is is McDonald's trying to become a place where people will want to take their dates? So they get everyone gets all dressed up and they, oh, let's go to a movie and grab a McValue meal. Fuck that. And their prices are getting pretty expensive, so fuck, who knows if that's how they're going, but fuck dress codes at McDonald's. Varg Vikernes. Most notably known for burning down churches and killing Euronymous from the band Mayhem. Also, the man behind the band Burzum. Uh, anyone who's into the black metal scene will, or just metal in general, will know who he is. Uh, also known for being a, a complete racist. Uh, he has come out with a video recently of um, basically dating tips. It's how to get yourself a good wife. The title of the video is The Key to a Good Woman's Heart. Or to good women's hearts, sorry. Where basically he is saying that in order to preserve the race, you need to do heroic stuff to get beautiful women to be your wife. And yes, okay, women are attracted to, to guys that are proactive and like to do things, fair enough. But it's he, he's gone with a very medieval frame of mind here and uh, it's it's he is probably the last person I would want to get uh, dating tips from here's a guy who spent 15 years in prison for murder burned down several churches and he's giving marriage advice you know it's like it's like getting getting leadership advice from Charles Manson Varg, what's what's the best way to a woman's heart? I don't know, burn down a couple of churches, stab a guy a couple of times, and do some really weird screams, and they'll come flocking. They will love you. They'll be like, ah, I want to fuck your dick, ah. Fuck. I'm feeling very cynical today. I don't know why. It's it's first day back at work, and everything is just... I just, just, had, just had a week off, and, <laughs> you know... I've, Fucking, fuck everything, man. Fuck everything. The comments on the video are actually actually some of the some of the best things. Um, people wanting him to make a longer video about it. Someone talking about complete sterilization is ideal. Someone talking about fedoras. It's it's really got everything. Everything about it. Um, Someone saying most women look for security these days. I mean, Jesus, it's, it's, it really, it's it's not that hard to get married. It's like, God, I, even I was married, and if I can get married, then anyone can do it. I'm divorced now. I mean, it didn't go well, but I've been married, so I don't know. It's just it's just the wrong person to be giving dating advice. In the Philippines, a priest has been suspended over using a hoverboard at his Christmas Eve sermon. Now, obviously, this isn't like your your um, Back to the Future hoverboards. This is those hoverboards that are on wheels. You know, those two wheel things that catch fire now and explode and t- cost an absolute fortune. 
and he's been suspended for using it. And honestly, I think I think good on him, man. He's made it. He's made it more interesting. I would love to see that. If if I was a church guy, I would love to see that. I would love to see him on. I would just love to see a priest on the stage giving his sermon, cruising along the stage, and then just all of a sudden, just 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 fucking fall over and fall off the stage. That would be hilarious. I would love that so much. Uh, but it got, at least he's making it interesting. At least he's you know. It's a lot more interesting than watching some some old guy in a dress just sit there going, and the gospel according to Luke, don't do anything. Be a boring fuck. Don't fuck before marriage. Don't fuck after marriage. I'd rather see this guy on a hoverboard. And I don't know, the... Obviously, the church is very uptight about this. I mean, this could be a way to get the cool kids to come back to church. You know, let's see him do some tricks on the hoverboard. See, Jesus never used a hoverboard, and he managed to get people. All he did was had walk on water. This guy could be the new, the next big thing. Oh, who knows? Maybe maybe the church is maybe the church is shooting themselves in the foot by suspending this guy. I don't know, but I find it. I, I think it is a lot more interesting than just just a regular priest. That's that's just my opinion, and I know my opinion doesn't count for much. But fuck it, there it is. No, I, I mean I don't really need to talk a lot about this next thing, um, but obviously everyone everyone knows the the story with Bill Cosby at the moment, and. He has just been charged officially with sexual assault. And his wife has even come out and said that she, she said that he doesn't she doesn't think he deserves to go to jail, but he deserves the hell he's going through. But I mean, if you if you if you're gonna rape someone, you deserve to go to jail. If you're gonna drug them and rape them, you deserve to go to jail. But this whole thing has sort of split me in two because I have so much respect for Bill Cosby as a comedian. And I think he was absolutely hilarious. But then I deplore his drugging and raping of women. That is just not acceptable at the least. It's it's the same thing as like when uh, the wrestler Chris Benoit killed his family and then killed himself. I loved Chris Benoit as a wrestler. He when I was when I was wrestling, he was one of my biggest inspirations, and I absolutely love the guy. And then he goes and does a monster act like that, and you kind of you kind of split in two. It's like, well, f- fuck, I respect the guy so much, but he's an absolute cunt. And, and it really is upsetting because here's someone that has influenced so many people. And Bill Cosby was the, the, the squeaky clean comedian. He was the father figure from the Cosbys. You know, he was just this, he was sort of be meant to be the epitome of what a good father was. And now he's an absolute cunt. It's like, well, and and he was doing it while they, they were filming the show and everything like that. It's just, you just don't know what to believe in anymore, you know? You know it's just frustrating to be torn between respecting someone and having to hate them because of how they, what they do outside of the profession. 
because Bill Cosby, obviously brilliant comedian, fuckwit of a person. All right, bad headline of the day. I haven't done one of these since the first episode, but this one again goes to the NFL and NFL.com. And it was about the the Panthers game, the Carolina Panthers, and their their quarterback is a guy named Cam Newton. Now, they've had an absolutely phenomenal season this year. They've won 15 games. They've lost one. They were undefeated up until last week. And because he had such a good game today, their headline was Cam a lot. Get it? Cam a lot. Because puns. Because NFL.com, they love their puns. They've had some doozies. Seriously, even if you don't like NFL, just during a game, just get on their website and just watch. Because... Just watch the the headlines just repeat and just watch how bad the puns get. Now, there could have been worse ones today. I don't know. I only got to see this one, but it's a doozy. It is an absolute doozy. And speaking of the NFL, the um, season is almost over. Actually, the season is over, I think. I'll just double check that. Uh, and my beloved Dallas Cowboys have absolutely sucked this year. It is really disappointing. Yes, the, the season is completely over. Playoffs coming up. But the Dallas Cowboys have sucked. We have gone four wins for 12 losses, which, especially after last year when we made the playoffs, and then this year we've sucked. We had a terrible terrible start to the season with Tony Romo and Des Bryant getting injured and then Bryant came back and then Romo came back and then Romo got injured again like a game after coming back and then Bryant got injured last week and it was just they kept changing quarterbacks and Garrett I don't know what you're thinking you should have just kept Whedon in there and just let him warm up and get used to the team you know, it's just been a horrible, horrible season to watch and just very disappointing. On the upside, the Oakland Raiders have done much better than they did last year, which I was happy to see. But now I can only hope that Carolina, the Carolina Panthers can actually come through and go through and win the Super Bowl. I would love to see them win the Super Bowl because they've had an awesome season. And if any if any team there deserves it, it's it's them. But fuck the Cowboys this year. I'm still still a fan, still love them, but fuck this season for the Cowboys. It's been fucking horrible. This oh it it just it just it just is upsetting. It is very upsetting. And we've lost some stupid games. Now obviously uh big news in the metal world this week was just in the music world this week was the passing of Lemmy from Motorhead. Um, this was sudden and extremely saddening, especially to find out that he only got diagnosed with cancer on the 26th of December on Boxing Day. And a couple of days later, he was gone. That's very, very quick. I mean, apparently he was sick before this. And he'd had to cancel a couple of shows, but they didn't know what it was. And he had his 70th birthday. 
then got diagnosed with cancer and then and then dead. And it's just upsetting because this guy was an absolute rock god. And it's it's very sad, especially when when there's someone you've looked up to for so long suddenly dies. Um, it's it's happened to me several times. Obviously, everyone everyone gets it with their, with celebrities where there's certain celebrities that someone they die and you don't care. You know, you don't or you, you didn't know them, so you're just kind of like, okay, it's sad someone died, but I have no no emotional investment in it. But you know, there's there's something like when Peter Steele from Typo Negative died, I was I was devastated. When Robin Williams died, I was devastated. Um, you know, and when Lemmy died, it's kind of it was it was just shocking. I mean, yeah, I know he was he was getting on in years, and but he was kind of the kind of guys that. He's one of those guys that you just thought would just live forever, you know, kind of like Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. You think it was just going to be at the end of the world, it was just going to be him and Lemmy. But it's just very sad to see. And it was just good to see. I just saw so many people that weren't even, they're not, not even metalheads. They just enjoyed Motorhead just come out and just, just show respect to him, which was amazing to see. So I'm not much of a drinker, so... Lemmy, I'm going to drink a, a, a Coke Zero in your name. Now, a couple of weeks ago when I did the, the podcast with Ting Lim, I put out on, on Facebook for some questions for the podcast, uh, and I forgot to read them out and answer them. So tonight, today, in this podcast, I am going to read those questions out and give long-awaited answers to those questions. Uh, so Ben Hetherington asks, where's my dad? He's in my bed, Ben. That's where he is. He's been there all week and he says he's not coming home. Sorry. Richie Goodacre asks, there's a massive spider that, is, that has inhabited my bedroom space. What do I do? Do I burn my house down and relocate? Well, you haven't really given me enough information to go off there, Richie. Uh, you haven't said what type of spider it is. Um, you know, is it a is it a huntsman? Is it a, is it a funnel web? Who knows? That that determines it. I mean, obviously, the, the easy thing to do is to burn your house down. But I'd, I'd just make sure you have somewhere to relocate to first, because you know you don't you don't want to lose your house and then and not have anywhere to go. And meanwhile, the spider's still alive somewhere and it's made itself a new house. You know, you can't give it that satisfaction. Adam Mazamari asks, how many butterflies does it take to make a full tub of butter? Uh, the dimensions of the tub are apparently 500 grams and the type of butterfly is Ulysses. So my answer there would be around 30.32 to make a full tub of butter. Ben Evans asks, how many cats would it take to cushion a fall from a third story window? Well, this, uh, that, that varies. There's a, there's a lot of variables to take into consideration is, is what kind of surface are you going to be landing on? Is it going to be concrete or grass or snow? Obviously, the cats are going to cushion your fall a little bit, but 
obviously the harder the ground, the more cats you're going to need. Uh, it also you've also got to take into consideration your own body weight, um, and what kind of fall are you going to do? Are you going to jump out the window, or are you just going to kind of drop? You know, are you going to do a flip? Because if you're going to do a flip, that's going to create more momentum. You're going to need more cats. And then you've got to take into consideration, if you hit the cats and you bounce, are you going to need more cats to try and cushion the fall there? So you could end up needing a thousand cats just, just for a jump flip, a jump flip land onto concrete. And John Heath asks, if you were able to get away with pranking a hated celebrity, who would you choose and what would you do? That's an interesting one. Um, I would probably prank Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And what I would do is I would go into their bedroom and while they're sleeping and I would place a strap on onto Khan, onto um Kim Kardashian so that when Kanye West wakes up the first thing he feels is a dick that's not his and that could completely shatter him that's 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 all I can come up with at the top of my head there's probably a lot more I could come up with if I had time and could actually be bothered answering it properly but that's 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 what you get John um, that is the answer you're going to get from me. Uh, and again, this is this is just another short podcast because I'm by myself. I no guests this week again. Again, it's just that time of year where where it's hard to get people. People are still away. People are back at work. People are all over the place. So that's all. That's all I have for this week. I've actually just launched my new website, so go check it out at www.chrisbegg.com.au where I will be adding a weekly a weekly blog post about all just random shit. And I also have a list of all my all my upcoming gigs. And don't forget to uh, like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash chrisbegcomedy. Follow me on Twitter at cbegformercy. I'm on Instagram at chrisbegcomedy. Just, just... Just follow me everywhere. Why? Because I ask you nicely. And why not? What else are you gonna do? You'll just ignore what I yeah, you'll just ignore what I put on there anyway, so so fuck it. There's there's no harm just pushing a little button, is there? Until next week, take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm.